Hello, Jet Setters, and welcome to the Jet Set Life podcast. I'm your hostess, Brittany Ryan, child-free travel content creator and blogger. I'm a curator of authentic and cultural travel experiences, and I want to help you be the same. Create a Jet Set Life full of adventure and learn how to live life to the fullest with me as your travel guide. Tune in each week for solo episodes and conversations with travel leaders all about child-free travel, adults-only getaways, travel guides, itineraries, and more. I am all about sharing actionable, detailed tips and tricks for creating the jet-set life of your dreams, so get ready to learn. Are you ready for takeoff? Let's jump into today's episode. Well, hello, Jet Setters. How are you this week? Last week, we started talking about Key West, and I talked about my favorite hotel that I stayed while there. It was called the Gardens Hotel. And this week, let's talk about what to eat in Key West. Now, in my personal opinion, I wouldn't peg Key West as like a culinary hotspot. But before you come for me, Don't get me wrong. We ate very well in Key West. I just wouldn't characterize Key West as like a mecca for incredible food. Now, that being said, Key West does have some really delicious places to eat, especially if you like seafood and or Cuban food. Plus, it's hard to beat the ocean views that many of the island restaurants offer. So even if the food's not five-star Michelin, (laughs) the views are pretty great. So it's still worthwhile. So I'm going to talk about uh, where to eat in Key West for each meal, and I'm going to break it down uh, by meal, so all the way from breakfast through to dessert. Now, for breakfast, uh, you might want to stop at Cuban Coffee Queen. It has three locations in Key West, one on the waterfront, which is the original location, one in Key Lime Square, which is downtown, and one in Clinton Square Market. This Key West breakfast spot is known for its Café con Leche, which is a strong, authentic Cuban coffee with steamed milk. They also serve Cuban foods like roasted mojo pork and Havana rice and beans, in addition to the usual egg breakfast sandwich that you would expect from a coffee shop. Another great place is Pepe's Café. If you want to visit the oldest eatery in all the Keys, visit Pepe's Cafe. It was opened by a Cuban fisherman in 1909. Pepe's Cafe is a rustic, affordable, laid-back spot with the motto, a fairly good place for quite a long time. (laughs) Try homemade bread, fresh-squeezed juice, chipped beef on toast, eggs benny, or their chock-full-of-nuts coffee. And a third good spot for breakfast in Key West is Key's Coffee Co. Serving locally roasted Cuban coffee and handcrafted breakfast and lunch sandwiches, Key's Coffee Company is another crowd favorite. All eggs are cooked to order and all spreads and sauces are made in-house. And y'all know how I like my spreads and my condiments and my dips. (laughs) Now, their famous 48-hour cold brew coffee is available on tap. And if you're a fan of cold brew, that's the, what you've got to try. Now, moving on to lunch, we've got to talk about Blue Heaven. Quite possibly the most popular restaurant on the island, Blue Heaven attracts locals and tourists alike 
for breakfast, lunch, and fine dining in the evenings. We particularly visited uh, during lunch, which was a great time, but it would be great to visit for any of those meals. There are chickens and cats that roam freely (laughs) at this alfresco restaurant, which is fun. But, you know, obviously they're, they don't get near the food or anything. But um, they're, the tropical foliage, the live music, and the really good food just creates this ideal atmosphere for lunch or whatever meal you are visiting for. The Seaside Cafe at the Mansion is located in the southernmost mansion in Key West. So this is the Seaside Cafe is part of this hotel and historic spot. It's a casual eatery serving seafood, pizza, and sandwiches. And the food's not necessarily like the best on Key West, but it's got beautiful ocean views. It's family owned and operated, and they've got some awesome mansion mojitos, um, lobster pizza, if you want to be adventurous, and honey butter lobster biscuits. Another great spot for lunch is the Lobster Shack. This is a small restaurant with a a to-go window, and it's near, it's actually near the southernmost point buoy, so it's probably actually close to that seaside cafe as well. Their lobster rolls are made with Maine lobster from the East Coast, and it comes in a variety of flavors, including traditional and Diablo. The lobster grilled cheese with bacon is a customer favorite for sure. Now, moving on to a little happy hour, Um, we've got to talk about Sloppy Joe's. Now, Sloppy Joe's doesn't actually have happy hour specials, but this is a great bar to visit for entertaining live music, good food, and good drinks. It's been open since 1933, and this bar has seen many famous patrons over the years, including Ernest Hemingway himself. Santiago's Bodega is another great place. It's a Spanish-style tapas bar with portions perfect for a happy hour snack or a full dinner. The, just so you know, the portions are more generous than a traditional tapas bar. You can pair them with a pitcher of sparkling sangria. Crowd favorites include the Saganaki halloumi cheese with oregano, flambéed with brandy, yellowfin ceviche, and homemade bread pudding with caramel bourbon sauce. Yum. Happy hour pricing is from 3 to 6 p.m. every day of the week, which includes half-priced draft beers, wines by the glass, and sangria by the glass. They also offer a $5 tapas menu that changes daily. And a third great spot for happy hour is the Conk Republic Seafood Co., It's a fully open-air restaurant that offers dock-to-dish dining, as well as incredible views of the historic seaport. You can even watch the restaurant's fleet of boats unload the catches of the day, including fresh fish, stone crab, and Caribbean lobster. Happy hour pricing is from 4 to 7 p.m. daily, which includes two-for-one domestic, import, and craft beer, house wines, and premium liquor well drinks. Moving on to dinner... We've got to talk about Antonia's Restaurant. It's a great Italian uh, and Mediterranean restaurant featuring homemade pastas, and it's located in the heart of Old Town Key West on Duval Street. 
This restaurant's been around for over 25 years, and the interior feels like the inside of a ship's captain quarters. It was, I had a pasta, a seafood pasta, and uh, it was so, so good. And like the the cracked peppers, everything was really good. <laughs> now, uh, another great dinner spot is Cafe Marquesa. This is another hotel restaurant. It is located in the Marquesa Hotel, which is a high-end boutique hotel. And this place serves contemporary American cuisine. Specialties include locally caught fresh seafood, inventive appetizers, and house-made desserts. And another great spot is El Sibony Restaurant. If you want traditional Cuban home cooking and paella and house-made sangria, go to El Sibony Restaurant. It's been serving Key West locals since 1984. It's a family-oriented and affordable restaurant with a casual and inviting atmosphere. All right, moving on to dessert. We've got to try some key lime pie if we're in Key West, right? (laughs) So uh, a good place to try some key lime pie is Kermit's Key West Lime Shop. Now, I wouldn't call it like the best key lime pie in the world, but this place has like key lime everything. If you're obsessed with key lime, this is, you've got to visit here. It's got everything from key lime pie slices to key lime scented shampoo and conditioner and bath products and create and like sauces, all sorts of stuff. Like I said, it's not like the craziest, best key lime pie I've ever had, but it does definitely deliver on that traditional bittersweet key lime flavor profile that people love. Another great dessert spot is Better Than Sex. Now, there's only six of these locations nationwide right now, and Better Than Sex is this decadent dessert restaurant that offers a menu of sweet treats in a dimly lit and intimate setting. If you're on a date, like that, you got to try this place. <laughs> it's a great date spot um, to follow a romantic dinner. And they have things like chocolate rimmed wine, um, and they've got house made cocktails, and they've got this a whole bunch of different delicious dessert options uh, it served in a speakeasy setting. So, this is my roundup of best places to eat in Key West. I'd love to know what you would add to this list. Um, Definitely let me know. uh, Visit me at the blog at jetsettingblonde.com and drop some notes for me in the comments, or you can message me uh, on Facebook, well, Instagram, really, and then secondarily Facebook at The Jet Set Blonde. All right. I will talk to you guys soon. Cheers. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to dive even deeper into creating your jet set life, start with upgrading your travel bucket list. You can download my free resource on the top 50 destinations for child-free travel by visiting jetsettingblonde.com forward slash start dash here. Because the first step to creating your jet set life starts with upgrading your travel goals. And if something in today's episode really resonated with you, please screenshot and tag me at The Jet Set Blonde on Instagram or Facebook. I want to know what your biggest takeaway was. I really want to hear from you. 
And it means so much to me when I can see your screenshots of you listening to the podcast or reading my posts online. Every screenshot and review means the world to me. I read every single one. And I really appreciate your support in listening to this episode and supporting me on this adventure. I look forward to bringing you more awesome and genuinely helpful content that will help you create the jet set life of your dreams. 